This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G., Joe O., Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. We're going to get to our guest, Will Brinson, here in just a second um, on the Roman guest line. Will Brinson, senior NFL writer for CBS Sports. Very quickly, and we'll get we'll start with Will's reaction. Joe, I need your reaction the, the Chicago Bears have a coach. Breaking news um, from Adam Schefter right before we hit the last break. Matt Eberflus is the new Chicago Bears head coach, former defensive coordinator with the Colts. Your reaction? I want to know if this Ryan P, not Ryan Pace, but Ryan Poles, actually made the hire. Because they were doing these head coaching interviews throughout the process without having a GM. They announced Ryan Poles earlier this week. But was it a situation similar to when they hired Ryan Pace? And they had Ernie Acorsi kind of help out with the, the coaching process and then said, hey, kid, hire John Fox. Is it a similar situation? Because from the outside, it appears that McCaskey, Phillips, and Bill Polian leading the charge, that they got to a final three with Eberflus and Dan Quinn, a part of that, and Jim Caldwell. So was it pick one of these three? These are our finalists or kind of putting pressure on him to do so? Did he have the ability to bring in some other names? Now, apparently, during these uh, the GM interview process, he had mentioned that he did like all these three, and he did want to bring these guys in if he were to be GM uh, t- to be the head coach. Well, this is the decision uh, coming from a, a smart organization. So I like that. You're coming from the Colts. Yeah. I, I can get behind that. I have a lot of belief in Frank Reich and everything they're building uh, with Ballard over in Indianapolis. They're not going anywhere. And it appears that the Tampa 2's coming back to Chicago. Turning back go. the clock, Lovey Smith era. Uh, they love that sort of defense here with Lovey's success overall. So uh, I'm sure they're thrilled about that. And it doesn't surprise me at all that they're going from the offensive failure in Matt Nagy to a defensive guy because ownership gets embarrassed by their poor defense yeah all right so the bears have a coach we'll get will brinson's reaction we'll talk some championship weekend here will brinson from a senior nfl writer for cbs sports joining us on the roman guest line will welcome back to the show i guess we'll start off with the news that just broke matt eberflus to the bears a lot of this show is uh is stationed in the chicago area so we're reacting what do you think yeah uh, a question for joe o really quickly because I'm, I'm trying to remember yeah. and i like was about to go back and rewatch. I was like, as, as y'all were talking, I had it muted and was rewatching some of 
that that heinous George McCaskey press conference. But I, I swear, <laughs> listening to it, that that McCaskey, who I mean, like honestly, and I tweeted this at the time, but like if you were, if you if you asked, if you paid fifty of America's or the world's like most brilliant scientists, you know, you like you listen, you each get uh, ten million dollars a piece, and we have an unlimited budget. I need you to go into a laboratory and create the uh, the least uh, the like the worst possible person to hire a football coach, uh, and, and like they would they would come out and be like, and here we have George McCaskey. <laughs> like, like, what is wrong with this guy? At any rate, um, I swear that press conference he said that I think you alluded to it, Joe, that he that the GM was going to hire the head coach. Did, did he? Am I, am I crazy? Didn't he say that? But he also. He, well, he fumbled through that entire thing. He also said, "I have well, final say." He also say. said, the head, he said the, head coach, "The head coach is going to report to him for the first time yes. ever." But but he was like, "I don't know what makes a good." Because remember, he was like, "I'm a fan, not a football guy. I wouldn't be the guy to hire." He doesn't the head know coach. anything. He basically yeah, was up there telling America that that he's clueless. That isn't it remarkable, Will? Like football is the family business for your entire life. And he was up there saying, I don't know anything about football. That's why they brought in Ernie Acorsi with their last search. That's why they brought Bill Polian in for this search. And we have an Indianapolis Colts selection with uh, Bill Polian here. So Dayball doesn't make the final three. Flores doesn't make your final three. That, that's the part that I don't like. I mean, this, people are wondering, oh, what do you think about this hire? <laughs> Let me know the OC. Then I can tell you what I think of the hire. Because until I hear who the offensive coordinator is going to be to call plays for Justin Fields and develop Justin Fields. I don't know. It, it's tough to come up with a with a passing grade on this. Yeah, for sure. And I, mean, I guess, sorry, I was trying to jump in, but I think my concern is that if you have this this guy who's in charge, like the, the essentially, essentially the guy who's in charge of all things football, and you know he needs his binky, his mom's letting him stick around. He goes out and gets Bill Polian to to help him with his hire, and they they say all along like the GM is going to hire the head coach. Well, you just Hired it, like, the, the hype video for Ryan Poles came out last night, and you presented him yesterday. with three candidates that, or yesterday, yeah, three candidates that he could choose between ostensibly. And then you hire, like, you hire the head coach the day after you hire the GM, but the GM is the one who's supposed to hire the head coach. Like, there's no freaking way that Ryan Poles, I mean, maybe Ryan, I, I just don't believe that Ryan Poles hired Matt Eberfuss. Now, having, I, having said I agree that, with like, you. I think Matt. Yeah, I think Matt Eberflus is a good hire. Like, this is a guy who was handpicked to be Josh McDaniels' defensive coordinator in Indianapolis and then stuck around when McDaniels bailed at the altar and ended up being a great uh, defensive coordinator for uh, Frank Wright. And that, that Colts defense, you know, you, you see uh, you know, what they got out of Darius Leonard, uh, turned him into a defensive review of the year. Um, you know, he, he runs that, that zone stuff. And I think we could – like, Roquan Smith should be an, an absolute animal in this defense. Um, you know, they, they do have some, some, you know, aging pieces. They need to figure out, you know, what, like what the future is. But I mean, uh, you know, in terms of like Khalil Mack and, 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 and various other, um, you know, defensive pieces, but I agree with you, like the offensive coordinator, huge factor here, uh, Matt Eberflus, well-respected. I would expect, I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, like where exactly he dips in, uh, for, you know, for an offensive coordinator, but yeah, I, look, I think it's a good hire, but. I'm, I'm definitely skeptical because of the process, and I agree with you with the offensive coordinator situation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast what did you think about about the hire uh this this morning uh before we get to the two games this weekend uh hackett going to the broncos uh i thought that yeah, I, actually, do you know how old Nathaniel Hackett is? Because I was surprised. I thought he was older. He's forty. Uh, he's like forty-two. Forties. Yeah. Yeah, forty-two. Yeah. And you know, I think a lot of times with a guy like Hackett, we get caught up in the sort of stereotype situation where we're like, oh, this guy is just you know, Rogers made this guy. You know, he actually had uh, you know, he was with Doug Marone for for a while, uh, first at Syracuse, and then uh, with the Bills, and then with the Jaguars. And he had a top, I think it was like 18th ranked offense with Kyle Orton, 32-year-old Kyle Orton and EJ Manuel. And then he was a coordinator for the Jaguars when they went to the AFC Championship game and had a top five offense with Blake Bortles. So I think it's a little more interesting than just, oh, they're going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. But obviously it, it does facilitate a potential Aaron Rodgers trade. And you know, the more and more you really dig into the Packers – roster, their cap situation, the way things ended, the way things went last offseason, it does feel like for both the Packers, like it's not just an Aaron Rodgers wants out thing anymore. I think it's almost a, maybe the Packers are just done with Aaron Rodgers. You know, it, huge cap hit. They've got, they're going to have to cut. I mean, I think the, the, they can certainly, you know, things can go differently, but the obvious cuts for the Packers are, you know, Mason Crosby, Randall Cobb, Darius Smith, Preston Smith, um, that gets you down to like $8 million in terms of the, the, the cap space that you're over. And then, you know, you can figure out a few more negotiation, renegotiations uh, for veterans. You sign Jair, Jair Alexander and Rashawn Gary to extensions, and all of a sudden you're, you're far enough under where you can, you know, franchise tag Devontae Adams, package him with Rodgers and send him to Denver. I mean, I have to think that the Rodgers stuff plays at least a part in the hiring of Nathaniel Hackett. But I do think, you know, in terms of, George Payton going out and finding a 
under the radar, strong offensive mind who, you know, most people mainly attached to Aaron Rodgers. Um, it, it was pretty good, a good hire. I think it, I, I'm you know, giving it a, like a B plus, maybe A plus if they land Rodgers. Will, what about some of these other coaching vacancies? Um, we just learned Dan Quinn is staying in Dallas. Byron left, which looks to be the only remaining finalist for the Jags now with Eberflus heading to the Bears and Hackett to the Broncos. What other uh, pieces, where could you see them landing? Yeah, Aaron, I think that like part of it too is Hackett was going to go visit, was going to go to the Jaguars and, and interview today, or at least have a follow-up interview, and the Broncos didn't want to let him out of the building there was, I think it was Albert Rear reported they had a, a 10-hour meeting the Broncos did with Hackett yesterday, which sounds like a hellscape. Like, I can't, I can't handle more than 90 minutes of a meeting. But uh, apparently, you know, of the 10 hours, there was also some margaritas and tacos involved. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's certainly a little bit more uh, viable for a 10-hour meeting. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, you, know, you know, that, that like, you're seeing a little bit of the, the musical chair situation, I guess, is my point, is, you know, Eberflus, uh, the Bears wanted to make a move quickly when they saw, you know, you, you see these dominoes start falling. Um, the Everything you hear is that Leftwich makes a lot of sense for the Jaguars. They uh, they obviously love him. Former first-round pick there would you know, really inspire the fan base. But I don't think that Leftwich takes this job if Trent Baalke remains as a GM in, in Jacksonville. That's just my sense of it. And remember, you know, when that whole San Francisco hardball Baalke thing went down, Leftwich was with uh, Bruce Arians in Arizona. So it's not like he had a front row seat, but he had a pretty close seat to seeing, you know, how that all uh, unfolded in San Francisco. And the, the, you know, the, the not so, um, you know, not so secret situation is that uh, Leftwich wants to work with uh, Adrian Wilson, who's the VP of I think, pro personnel with Arizona now, former NC state safety and Arizona Cardinal safety in their ring of honor. They want to be joined at the hip. And so it will basically – it sounds like it's basically going to come down to will the cons be willing to let Trent Baalke go to get Leftwich and the Wilson combo? And if so, we could probably hear something uh, fairly soon on that. Will Brinson, CBS Sports, joining us here, talking NFL Championship Weekend. Well, let's jump to the games here. Bengals seven-point dogs on the road Sunday in Kansas City. Um, you know, obviously what Joe Burrow is doing is outrageous right now. What a team that none of us thought would be this far deep into the playoffs. What do you make of this game? It is a big number, the total 54 and a half. Uh, what's your thought as we head towards Chiefs Bengals on Sunday? Um, yeah, and also it looks like uh, Vic Fangio interviewing for the Jaguars job. What a have a Thursday, NFL. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Wait, we drafted our franchise quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, disappointing rookie year. You know what's going to turn it around, Vic. Come on. Vic Fangio, my goodness. I know. Go ahead, Jacksonville. Um, yeah, I mean, this, is, this day can kick rocks. Uh, on, uh, on, on, uh, on, on Sunday, on CBS, of course, Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes, and on Paramount Plus, where you can stream it as well. Um, the, I, it's a great, it's a great matchup. I actually had the, before the playoffs started, I bet the Niners and Bengals to meet in a Super Bowl at 85 to one. So I'm a little bit biased here in the sense that I really want the Bengals to win this game and, um, and, and the Niners to win their game. Of course, I, you know, I, it's, it's hard to predict Joe Burrow over Patrick Mahomes. You know, you look at, I mean, just, I mean, look, the Bengals, you know, Burrow sacked nine times last week. Uh, we see Melvin Ingram, you know, playing his tail off. 
Um, you know, we, the, the Chiefs have Chris Jones on the interior. The Bengals' offensive line not not playing particularly well. Defensive line injuries, mount, you know, just piling up for for Cincinnati as well. <laughs> At the same time, I just don't have interest in fading Joe Burrow. You know, I think seven is too much. It was twenty-one-seven early in that game for the Chiefs, up two touchdowns over Cincinnati a few weeks ago. Um, and, and then, of course, they, they mounted that furious comeback. But I think that's sort of instructive in the sense of betting this game. You know, if you're going to lay seven with Mahomes in Kansas City, you have to believe that their defense can slow down Joe Burrow and the Bengals enough to hold off a backdoor cover. And I just don't think that's possible. So I want the seven with, with Burrow. I'm going to pick him for CBS to win outright just to lean into my, my, my 85 to one bet and, and, the, and the prediction I made before the playoffs. Uh, but certainly fading Patrick Mahomes d- does not feel good. I'm, I think I'm, I'm 13 seconds away from a perfect playoff bracket, uh, like pre, you know, pre-prediction <laughs> wow. playoff bracket. Thanks a lot, Sean McDermott. <laughs> uh, all of us have Niners futures as well here. Uh, how do you view that one with the current number of three and a half? Yeah, I mean, it's a real surface choice for me because Matthew Stafford's my guy. I've been saying he'll end up as a Hall of Famer for like three years now. People try to get me committed to a mental, mental institution, and now I'm two weeks away from, from looking correct in, in, in that scorching hot nuclear take because I think if he went to the Super Bowl, he's in. Um, having said that, it's pretty impossible to ignore the, the Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan. Um, it was like the meme where Shanahan's on vacation and somebody photoshopped uh, Sean McVay's face on the Kyle Shanahan's son because he just needs his daddy, he just owns him. Um, you know, I, I think you see those adjustments at halftime of that game a few weeks ago, and it, it's pretty clear that even when Shanahan's at a disadvantage from a personnel standpoint, he is an advantage from a coaching standpoint. And, you know, if you, if you think about how, like, the Rams are so good at, at neutralizing, uh, you know, teams like, like the Buccaneers w- last week or – um, like the Cardinals, the, the you know the week before, because and the Cardinals in general, because they usually have DeAndre Hopkins out there, right? The offense goes through this you know uh, alpha wide receiver, Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, you know with Godwin and, and Brown hurt, you can have Ramsey matching up on him when the going gets tough. You don't have to shadow him the entire game, of course, and then you know you can just unleash Aaron Donald and Von Miller. The problem for the for the Rams against the 49ers is that they don't really have that alpha receiver, right? They, 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 they spray it around, they distribute it quickly, and Jimmy Garoppolo, you can knock him all you want, but the guy gets the ball out of his hands quickly to the receivers in these open, run, running wide open in this Cal Shanahan scheme. There he goes, Will Brinson on the Odyssey. Uh, excuse me, on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for you all from the company home. GetRoman.com slash BetQL. On the other side, trends or truth for championship weekend. That's next on the BetQL Network.